Hey there, Extra Healthy-ish listeners. You are, of course, listening to the Big Sister Podcast to Healthy-ish from Body and Soul with me, your host, Felicity Harley. We are going to go deep into detoxing today. Why? Well, we can all benefit from a detox around this time of year. I know it's not traditionally the time of year that you think you should be detoxing in autumn, is it? Well, we're going to talk about why it might be useful and how to do it safely. To do that is Karina Stewart. She joins me via Zoom. She is the founder of Kamalaya Wellness Sanctuary in Thailand and holds a master's in traditional Chinese medicine. In fact, she has had more than 40 years of experience in the study and practice of diverse Asian healing traditions. She knows her stuff. She knows how to detox the healthy way and she is going to talk about that today. Karina, thank you so much for coming on Extra Healthish today. How's Australia? You're here from Thailand. I love being in Australia. Thank you. It's one truly one of my favorite countries to visit. And I have friends and, and uh, experiences here that I love reconnecting with. Uh, there's still a lot to see and discover, but thank you. Thank you for having me here today, Felicity. Now, I do ask this of everyone who comes on this podcast. How do you stay extra healthy-ish in your life? Well, that, that is a really good question for me, especially right now, since I am just planning in April to do a three-week detox to jumpstart my health again after after everything that we've all gone through. Um, it's It's been three years since I've been able to really um, take that pause and focus intensively on what I usually do, which is to detoxify in the springtime, because in the Northern Hemisphere, it's springtime and it's one of the ideal times to do a detoxification. Autumn is the other really important time. In Chinese medicine, those are the two seasons best suited for detoxification. Oh, that's interesting. Now, well, let's talk about detox. I mean, you've got a long history. You've got a lot of education in this area. Why a detox is important? What are the benefits? At the most simple level, it's a time and an opportunity to reset our habits and to jumpstart our metabolism by clearing out um, substances, habits that are, let's say, clogging up, causing stagnation, we say in Chinese medicine, slowing down our metabolism, circulation, etc. So that's at the most basic level, jumpstarting our habits, jumpstarting our metabolism. But deeper than that, um, a good detoxification program should reduce systemic inflammation and should support the liver in its um, detoxification functions, which is a very complex process. And should also, in our case, what we do is balance blood sugar levels. And we know that blood sugar levels being dysregulated is at the root cause of many, many chronic degenerative diseases. Now, we don't, at Kamalaya, we don't do detoxification um, to treat disease, but we do do it to, to rebalance the entire system. We support the liver particularly in this process. And it's one of the areas that I have a lot of experience in and I see amazing results. After a detoxification, then you're really primed to do any other number of programs like weight loss or like fitness or um, gut uh, program, et cetera, because it's, you've cleared the stagnation. You're getting the system running smoothly and also a lot of symptoms disappear. And then you can see where do we need to go next? So what happens in your body when you detox? Um, what I have seen over the years, both personally and with our guests and with when I used to have a clinic with uh, my patients, 
inflammation goes down dramatically. Now, some people experience inflammation in their joints, some in their brain, some in their digestive system, some in their um, immune system, like autoimmune conditions. Inflammation is reduced dramatically and in some cases even um, reversed. Uh, so I've had men who had gastritis, you know, bankers, really high finance people, a lot of stress and had severe digestive issues in one week comment wow. on the fact that the digestive system had never felt that that good, that efficient. There was no pain. There was no inflammation. As an example, so the reduction of inflammation can manifest in many different systems. Um, mental clarity is very, very prominent after the first two or three days, which can be a I little bit... I was just going to say, aren't the first two or, day, two or three days supposed to be horrendous? <laughs> Yeah, they can be. Well, in, in the way we do it at Kamalaya, we do give a lot of support, uh, nutritional support through herbs, through supplements and through our cuisine, which is a key part of the detoxification at Kamalaya. So we do attenuate or let's say minimize the side effects, but there will be things like body odor. Um, you know, you might feel lethargy. You might feel uncomfortable in your body for a couple of days, but then by day three or four, usually four, you wake up and you just cannot believe what's begun to happen. And that's that feeling of lightness and your joints feel different and your body is lighter, your mind is clearer, and that continues to improve until you finish. Now, if you do a longer detox, as I'm planning to do in April, I'm going to do a 21-day detox, um, then you can have a second round of uh, sort of deeper purification. Like um, if you've accumulated fat, which I have, then the fat release, you know, of toxins as you lose weight starts to show up as well. And then you could have a week two, again, another few days of not feeling so well, of having body odor, of, you know, feeling heavy or groggy. And then what, then that will clear again. So it, it can, it can go in stages, but um, the end result is you have increased energy, increased mental clarity of profound reduction of symptoms that are connected to inflammation and that are connected to blood sugar dysregulation. Sounds wonderful. After the fact, <laughs> maybe not in the first couple of days. Can you yes. chat through, let's chat through some of the common types of detoxes that you do in Kamalaya, and then I'd like to talk about perhaps ones you can do at home safely. Yes, yes. What we do at Kamalaya really is supported, as I mentioned, in terms of um the various approaches globally, I mean, there are things that are as um, dramatic as absolutely water only for one day or longer. And that is, in my opinion, the most difficult type of uh, detoxification to do. But it's often done when you're um, some spiritual practices do that, you know, and some people who are trying to treat severe illnesses. Um, and that's not something I have experience with. So it's not something that I recommend. It is very radical and you do risk having more um, symptoms and potential crises as you go yeah. through that. But it does have a lot of valid research behind it. So I'm not adverse to it. It's just not what we do at Kamalaya. There are also uh, detoxes that, that are liquids only. Sometimes people have fruit juices. I don't recommend that. Broths. Um, vegetable juices, vegetable soups, it, it, I'm more inclined to support that and they can do that for one or more days. Um, but our approach at Kamalaya is we have a very specific Kamalaya detox cuisine, which is I worked closely with our chefs to develop. In, um, and it's basically designed to eliminate things that have been known that are the common allergenic foods. And it's designed to drop blood sugar levels drastically, rapidly, efficiently, and also to reduce inflammation. 
And yet you're eating three solid meals a day. You're well nourished. You don't feel hungry. We're not serving you, you know, two slices of carrot and one celery stick. You have really warm meals or cold salads. I mean, there's a huge variety to choose from. I think you've tried it, yes? Yes, I was just <laughs> going to say, I vouch for that delicious, tasty, healthy, <laughs> nutritious. I could add so many other adjectives onto that food. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And it's, and it's an award-winning cuisine. So you can have extremely therapeutic cuisine, which is also gourmet and award-winning. And that's what we have with our cuisine. But it has these incredible health benefits. So you're not hungry, you're not starving, you're not hangry, as we call it. Um, and yet everything you're eating is supporting the liver and the different organs in their metabolization and, um, and, and detoxification. The reality is that the liver needs a lot of nutrients to detoxify properly. It just does. And so we make sure that those are available to the liver as it's going through. What are some of those key Um, nutrients? Can you talk about some of the key nutrients that your liver needs to detoxify? Yeah, well, it it needs, for example, vitamin C is one of the really important nutrients. We also work with herbs like turmeric and ginger and milk thistle and dandelion. These are amazing plants, um, herbs, spices that in Ayurveda and in Chinese medicine are extremely beneficial to the liver as you're detoxifying and at large. Um, Vitamin C, as I mentioned before. So the idea is it's not just to give vitamin C and the herbs, but combined with like the cruciferous vegetables, for example, things like that, that the research is shown um, over time and through functional medicine and through these other traditions to really support the body in its ability to heal, to do phase one, phase two detoxification. We have vegetable juices for that purpose. We have teas for that purpose. And when you combine it with the treatments and therapies like the far-infrared sauna, like the abdominal, Chinese classical abdominal massage, like acupuncture, when it's also needed and indicated, it becomes very comprehensive to really support the body through this process. We'll be back after this short break with more from Karina. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winder? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Now, there's a lot of mixed messaging about the safety of detoxes. I mean, we, you know, we've heard Gwyneth Paltrow recently talk about detoxing and then she's getting slammed with being, you know, disordered eating, talking about disordered eating, that kind of thing. You're in your approach. Well, talk to us about this and how to do it safely. I mean, it really is through food. You're not saying don't eat for a week, as you just said, and all that you do is evidence-based. I probably need to add that in as well. So how, yeah, talk to us about, you know, the conundrum, the mixed messaging that we get. Um, I think one of the objections um, to detoxification is that in the medical profession, uh, they feel that, look, you can't call it a detoxification program because the body is always detoxifying. It's not something that you are uh, changing or adding to in the body. And the truth is, that is true. The body is constantly detoxifying. However, what we are feeding the body, what we're ingesting on our day-to-day lives, much of it is putting an extra burden 
on the body, whether it's on the digestive system, whether it's on the kidneys, whether it's on the heart, whether it's in the liver, there's an extra burden in the system to metabolize and eliminate those things. So when you do a detox, maybe just to call it a, a, a jumpstarting new habits, you know, is, 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 is a way that we can get around this. But the body does need support with our modern lifestyle and our modern way of eating and, and the beverages we have, we really cause a lot of damage. So I do think there is a need and of huge value. We see it. It's one of my specialties um, to do this. However, I believe given the fact that um, we have been misled for decades about calorie counting and how that's the best way, you know, to eat well and lose weight, um, we don't use a calorie counting method. We don't put that on any of the dishes because we're emphasizing quality nutrition, how the food is prepared, and then the quality of the ingredients. So that's one element. We don't want to trigger people to start thinking about calories, which is mm -hmm. not a sustainable method for becoming a healthier eater. So that's another thing. Uh, a third thing is we, we encourage people to eat three meals. Now, I know the science on intermittent Fasting, there is no question it can be a value and it is a value. Um, but with our detoxification, we're not trying to help people lose weight. We are helping the body and the individual to learn new ways of eating that are sustainable over time um, for better health and for longevity and for uh, you know mental clarity and emotional well-being. So we encourage the meals, we encourage healthy eating, and we teach people how to do that and give them that experience. And the benefits are still there in, in spades. So our approach is unique and it works for us. I'm not opposed to fasting. I'm, I'm absolutely very supportive of fasting, but that's different than yeah. detoxifying. Yeah, exactly. Well answered, by the way. Now, <laughs> for those who are listening and how can you do it at home? Is this something that we can approach, you know, every in autumn or spring at home? What's our, how can we concoct our own little detox program? Absolutely. I would say if you want to do it in the springtime when the weather is going from cold and moving into warmth again and you look around you and everything is sprouting up, um, you would do something that's more focused on the liver and the gallbladder and the herbs and foods that are very supportive for the liver and gallbladder. And you would clear away um, animal products. You want the system to re really, we do metabolize better with the plant foods. Um, you can take protein shakes that are plant-based. You can do soups and vegetables, you know, uh, excuse me, vegetable soups and vegetable smoothies and vegetable juices, you know, again, supporting the liver in that way. And make sure that everything you're ingesting is supportive of your metabolism with plants, minimum of fruit, so not a big sugar load, no juices. You can eat the, the fruits um, cut up with, you know, as healthy fruits and stay away from the stimulants, which we all know, alcohol, coffee, sugar. You can have green tea. Uh, it does have a bit of caffeine, so make it light, make it in one bag in a big jug of water, you know, maybe a liter or more. Um, it does have caffeine, but it has a lot of other polyphenols and chemicals that are really plant chemicals that are super beneficial for the stomach, for the liver, antioxidants, etc. And so that's one thing. And then in the autumn season, um, you would want basically to turn it around and go more for the stews and baked vegetables oh, and delicious. more root vegetables. 
Yes, and feed the microbiome, right? I mean, like you're really going into the earth because you're preparing for winter. It's a very different season. You want to um, take uh, advantage of that. And then the spices might be cinnamon and clove and allspice and, you know, um, cardamom and vanilla. And, you know, use what's going to fit that season, the foods and the spices and the flavors and the practices. In the springtime, you want to run out, just like the energy of, you know, springtime and cherry blossoms. And then in the autumn, you want to bring the energy in. So your practices might be less expansive and a little bit more gathering, you know, a little bit more restorative practices. We want to follow the seasons. We want to follow the energy of nature. So what are you doing in April? What is your detox? What's it going to look like? I'm going to yeah, it's going to be a lot of vegetable smoothies. I have a smoothie that has so many green vegetables in it that uh, it literally can grow hair on your chest. <laughs> and I add turmeric, ginger, a little bit of uh, lemon uh, juice in it and avocado. And I have uh, one big one of those a day, plus vegetable soup uh, and vegetable juice, depending on what I have in the house. But it's really very, very plant-based with minimum. If I use any fruit, it'll be... Um, Pineapple, it'll be, um, and I mean in small quantity, green apple, berries, and I do that for three weeks, but I do supplement with supplements that are for my constitution, um, for the liver, for, for my genetic constitution, and I'll do that for three weeks with heights in nature. For me, nature is the biggest healer. I really root everything I do in time in nature. So that will be my way. A lot of breathing practices for that time, a lot. I mean, at least an hour, twice a day. Um, but I'm dedicating time for this yeah. because I feel I need to jumpstart my own health, my own practices, everything after what we've all gone through. I have not had the opportunity since 2020 to to do this. So it's uh, much needed and a welcome time that I've set aside for myself. Well, that sounds a delightful detox, Karina. It is lovely to chat to you today and thank you for coming on Extra Healthy-ish. Thank you, Felicity. It's really a pleasure and an honour. Well, there we go. Karina says you can detox safely by eating food, lots of veggies, put them in a smoothie, throw them in a soup and give your system a reset. If you want more from her, make sure you listen to her episode on Healthy-ish where she talks about functional medicine for longevity. If you want more from us, plenty of other episodes of Extra Healthy-ish you can tune into or jump online, bodyandsoul.com.au. You can join the conversation on Facebook, Instagram or TikTok. You can also rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow, stay Extra Healthy-ish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.